Woohoo. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Did you guys hear about um, that Serena Cha-Cha and Akira Davenport drama? Oh, we are just hearing a little bit about this, actually. Wait. Yeah. Did you guys just get a weird text message? Oh, yeah. My phone's flashing. What is this? I got a message and it says, watch out. Oh, mine too. Who the... Um, Did you get one, Stoney? Yeah. It says, watch out on mine as well. Who would Who leave us this? that text message? Listen, um, I'm not a pretty little liar, so who <laughs> sent who sent this? I don't know. Do you think it could be KT? She was our guest last week, you know? Maybe. Maybe. Do you think she's trying to take over our podcast? Hmm. I mean, probably. What color was the text? <laughs> it was in um, yellow. It was in yellow. Oh. Like, their, like oh. their logo. Their logo's yellow for their hmm. podcast. Maybe it was KT. You know, it's, it could be anyone. But yellow, it could be a lead. It could be a lead. Yeah. I don't know. I guess we'll never know. Maybe it was Art Simone. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe she heard our podcast last week. <laughs> oh, shit. She's, she's coming for us. <laughs> yes, girl. Maybe it's Tamisha Mon. You know, she's coming for everybody these days. <laughs> oh, mercy. Maybe the Tamisha Mon network hacked her phone. Oh, my God. No. I'll pay the money. I promise. Hi. Thanks for coming. Hey, girl. Thanks for coming. Good day, good day, good day, everybody down under. My name is Seth. What's yours? Hi, Jamal is here. Hi, it's Stony. Yes, girl. We are back, back, back again. Three Joeys in a pouch. We are here to. <laughs> we are here to spill all of the drag race tea, honey. Ooh, another week of drag race down under. The competition is heating up. We're getting to know the queens a little better. Yeah, it's getting fun queens down under (laughs) (laughs) i'm still waiting for outback steakhouse to reach out to us but we'll we'll keep you updated to the end of the show if you guys want to send this episode to them let let them know that we're a fan of the blooming onion and we'd love to be sponsored by them that would be great yes blooming onions pending yes girl i would even get paid in blooming onions to be really honest but you know (laughs) (laughs) it's fine we'll see how that goes um (laughs) how have you guys been this week you know i cannot complain i cannot complain work has been busy but we're surviving yeah we're doing okay over here in tfc headquarters yeah east (laughs) um tfc east yes so i don't know no complaints here work girl yeah over here in tfc west it's been I don't know. It was, it was kind of a challenging week to get through work. Like, I just didn't want to. But that's just yeah. my own problem, I guess. Because I don't enjoy what I'm doing. <laughs> and I'm like, wait, <laughs> maybe they're listening. <laughs> no, it's hard sometimes. Like, I mean, I know at work there's a particular task that I'm not really a fan of right now. So, like, finding the motivation to do it some days is just, like, a struggle. So, I understand Yes. If there's anybody like Rich listening to our podcast and you just want to like put me up somewhere, anywhere around the world, really, um, that would be great. (laughs) I'll be funny and like I can make you dinner and stuff. And um, I guess that's about the end of my skills. (laughs) 
So if that sounds appealing to you, reach out tfcpod at gmail.com. Serious offers only. <laughs> oh my gosh. Too funny. Yeah, not too much to get into. Why don't we go ahead and get into the honest tea spill of the week? Okay. Here we go. Uh, honest tea. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to our Honest Tea Spill of the Week, where we are, of course, back, back, back again to bring you full tea into this episode of Drag Race Down Under. I think this is episode three. Episode three. That's right. I stayed up till midnight just to watch the episode. Ooh, good for you. We've just been watching it like the next day. Yeah. That's some dedication. Well, I mean, it, it totally didn't have anything due to the fact that I could not fall asleep or anything like that. I was I was mainly just staying up to watch Drag Race Down Under. <laughs> okay, okay. Um, mm-hmm. totally could have fallen asleep if I wanted to, but you know. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so I I got to watch it last night, and I was um, messaging with our Aussie compadre correspondent. Uh, KT, who was on our show last week, and so that was kind of fun. I hope you enjoyed, listeners. KT is one of our favorite tweeters and friends, and it was so fun to have her on. It sure was. I hope she comes back. We'll have to ply her with some uh, Vegemite or something. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe a Bloomin' Onion. (laughs) Ooh, this could be arranged. (laughs) All right. Well, in this episode, right at the beginning, Art Simone has sashayed away. By Art, a lot of us, even the queens, seem to think gone too soon. Yeah. Goodbye, Art. It's been real. Goodbye, horses. I thought you were going to break out into the Michelle branch. We'll see Goodbye you to you. On All Stars. To you. <laughs> yes, that's the one. Oh my God. <laughs> Do you think I have better pitch than Maxi Glamour? Uh, or is it? I it's mean, probably close. We're on the same level. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. All right. Yeah. So, like you guys were saying at the beginning of the episode, everyone was really shook that Art <laughs> Simone was sent home second. And I liked her mirror message that said red rum. <laughs> we appreciated that moment. That was pretty iconic, to red be rum. honest. Red rum. <laughs> <laughs> and her exit's already become like so iconic. This means nothing. <laughs> I know. Oh, I my god! I fucking gosh. love it. Honestly, the amount of anger and like <laughs> pure just like terror that she gave us like when she got eliminated was great. <laughs> Has yes. that been gift, gift, like, to all hell already? Because I need to save that I one. I mean, it's definitely been memed a bunch of times already. <laughs> and she has a great shirt with that on the front, on the front of it. Have you seen it? <sighs> no, oh, I haven't I seen haven't. that yet. You get your own sh- Art Simone shirt, and it says, um, it means nothing. And it's, like, a picture of her with, like, like distraught, like, in the episode. <laughs> Oh my gosh, Art, way to turn your pain into coins. It's like Kill Bill style. <laughs> <laughs> Love that. Love that. Uh, all right, so the girls are around the workroom table the next day, and they are talking about what great lip syncers that Coco, Jumbo, and Electra Shock are. <laughs> they suggest that maybe those two should end up in the bottom and lip sync against each other. If only someone would have suggested this last week, they could have built the story around that and we could have had Art Simone still. 
Dun, dun, dun. Yeah, yeah. It's almost like if you say something, they're going to make it happen. Hmm, fancy that. Shady ass producers. <laughs> For real. So for this week's mini challenge, the girls will be getting into quick babe watch drag. Oh my gosh, I was excited for this. I thought it was a really interesting idea. I enjoyed some of the more uh, messy or out there looks that the queens did. (laughs) I'm trying to think of who my favorites were, but there were a lot of hot mess Baywatch babes. There were, and and a lot of them had um, not trimmed their map of Tasmania very well. Right, and shout out to uh, Manscaped. Like they found their self, found themselves <laughs> on Drag Race. Yeah, we were promoting them just months ago. <laughs> yeah, we're like on the same level as Drag Race Down Under. Who knew? We're... But these queens did not use their lawnmower 3.0s as well as they should have. No, but it did have an. Oh wait, we're not getting paid by them anymore. Anyways, moving on. <laughs> <laughs> JK, we're like the seventh circles of Kevin Bacon from being on (laughs) Drag Race Down Under. (laughs) That is true, though. And that's all we'll say about the former company that we promoted that does not pay us anymore, and we'll get no free press, unlike the Outback Steakhouse. Beep, beep. (laughs) Bloomin' Onion. All right. Crikey. (laughs) I don't know. What's their catchphrase? I have no idea. Beep beep crikey! I don't know. I'm gonna try. I'm gonna start testing out uh, promo. I'm phrases. trying to like see if it pops up in my memory, and I'm not getting it. Like yeah. the commercials playing, but I don't hear the jingle. I don't remember what the whole like deal is there. I just want to. <laughs> I just want to keep like it keeps popping my head. Outback eat fresh, and I just know that's not right. Uh, <laughs> that's Subway. <laughs> I know. I don't understand. Outback Steakhouse eat, eat fresh. fresh. <laughs> <laughs> We'll promote everyone except for the former company that does no longer pay us. Okay. So. Yeah. Put beeps over everything I said. (laughs) Did you guys know what the map of Tasmania was before the show? No. No. I did because (laughs) I'm going to shamelessly plug one of my favorite musicians, Amanda Palmer, who has a song called The Map of Tasmania, all about her fundal trundle. Do people call it that? (laughs) I don't know. I'm very confused about everything right now. (laughs) Yeah. So I would just say there's a really great music video. I would suggest you go to YouTube and type in Amanda Palmer, Map of Tasmania, and you can um, go ahead and watch that. And you can learn all about her Map of Tasmania. She's like sort of like Australian. She, I mean, she's been living in New Zealand for the entirety of the pandemic. Oh, she's so so she was in one of the safest places this whole time. Yeah, she's she tours a lot in Australia and New Zealand, and it just so happened like she was there when the pandemic hit, and wow. so she stayed there because it was safe. Makes Very sense cool. to me. Yeah, right. If you can, why not? Yeah. So. Go and celebrate your once-removed Australian 
<laughs> country woman. <laughs> Down under woman. Yes, girl. All right. Enough shameless promotion for people that are not paying us. <laughs> so for this week's maxi challenge, the girls will have to run in slow mo and rescue people, theoretically, if they make it. <laughs> Did you have any favorite performances? I liked Electroshocks just solely for that sun um sunscreen nose she put on like <laughs> that's so typical of like um back in the day sunscreen like people would protect their nose <laughs> and it was like what is that white shit on people's beaks like what is this oh it's protecting them from the sun yeah that's some white people shit you probably don't know what <laughs> that's about <laughs> <laughs> I never saw it until I went to a beach. It's like, what is going on? It's very excessive. It reminds me yeah. of like that. Have you ever seen that picture of Mark Zuckerberg where his whole like, oh face is like. <laughs> <laughs> he definitely put the lotion all over his skin. <laughs> I'm like, are you that stupid? Like, this person is literally like destroying our country and he's, he's like pale putting as that. Fuck. Yeah, putting that shit on his face. <laughs> oh my gosh yeah and also like the slow-mo of uh of her licking her lips like rupaul suggested was so iconic yes yes that was a moment for sure i also really enjoyed scarlet's bimbo like that was so funny to me <laughs> the, the breastplate pops out immediately <laughs> yes oh my yeah. god nipples everywhere that one was super funny yeah i like that one a lot and you know um i liked karen from finance but it also like haunts my dreams i had a nightmare about it <laughs> <laughs> I could see how that shit was scary. Yeah, I, I was frightened. I was immediately scared. I was getting like drag queens in the jungle. Like if you had like jungle monsters, but they were like <laughs> drag queens. Oh yeah, definitely. <laughs> um, but also I thought Anita was really funny too with her old lady um, uh, lifeguard realness. <laughs> oh my goodness. With the um, this fucking cigarette and the cat eye shades. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, I guess. <laughs> She's like, <laughs> like it, I don't know. Like the characterization was so good. <laughs> Anita's got like so much like creativity bottled up in there. She was bringing us characters. She sure does, girl. I enjoyed her a lot. All right. So those cover like my favorite. So I feel like we've covered the good performances. <laughs> yes. So at the end of this mini challenge, there were two winners, Scarlett Adams and Electra Shop. Work queens. Congratulations. Yeah. Number one. <laughs> and two, because there's two people. <laughs> oh, that's true. Yeah, there has there can't be two number ones. You can fight it out. <laughs> Actually, there can be two number ones, just FYI. Is that like when um, Beyonce and Lady Gaga sang together? Oh, yeah. Oh, that. Or when Trinity and Monet won. Mm, um, I don't know if that's the same. That's not quite the same. I think they just felt uncomfortable <laughs> crowning a queen of color, so they had to like give her <laughs> yeah. the so they'd be like, Oh, look, Trinity won too. See? We let a white person win too, so. <laughs> oh, RuPaul. Please keep so, watching so us, bad. 13-year-old girls. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, let's move on. So, Electroshock and and uh, Scarlet Adams, they will become the team captains for this week's maxi challenge, the girl group challenge. They will be performing drag queens down under. You know, they have to write their own lyrics, choreography, blah, blah, blah. 
yep, we're finally getting the um, girl group challenge. There's an even number. So Stoney actually called it. She's like, we're going to get two girl groups this week. And that's what we got. So let's see what the queens can give us. Yes, I was very nervous because, I don't know, I was like, okay, like... UK has like this huge like reputation giving us like a great girl group rendition and Ooh, a bop too always a bop yeah and I was just like very nervous because I wasn't sure what was going to happen <laughs> yes girl I, I was a little bit nervous but yeah it, it turned out to be well I enjoyed one group more than the other but we'll get there in just a second <laughs> yes yeah it wasn't a total flop I'll just like put it out there. I'm not going to drag it, but we'll get to it. <laughs> yes. So uh, the team Scarlet consists of Scarlet, etc., etc., Coco Jumbo, and Anita Wiglet. So going forward, we'll just refer to this team as Team Scarlet. <laughs> team Scarlet. Yes, which means Team Electra is Electra Shaw, Karen from Finance, Kidamine, and Maxi Glamour. <laughs> So let's see. So, of course, you know, they have to write their own lyrics. So we get to see them all, you know, Laganja, Stranja style laying on the table. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. I just drew a blank. I know what you're talking about now. Yes. Writing in the (laughs) journal, laughing to themselves. (laughs) Yes. Just getting their whole life and everyone else is just shading you across the room like, bitch, it's not that good. It can't be that good. (laughs) Yeah. So then Team Electra stages a fake fight. This is um, strategic and fun because like we get to see how the queens react to like a moment like this and also who's talking shit. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's like, get over yourself, kid. I mean, because who said that? Um, who was it in the other group that was like, oh, well, that seemed to be in character. That was Anita. She was like, yeah, what they said about Kita, that sounded pretty legit. <laughs> <laughs> Because she is a little bit too much sometimes. Keeping it real. I am really starting to like Ketamine a little bit more and more because she reminds me a lot of Cheryl Hole. Like they have a lot of the same Mm. facial um, expressions and the way they say things is very similar. So I'm really Mm. enjoying uh, Ketamine a lot lately. Yeah, I don't dislike Ketamine at all. And um, they definitely stood out this episode. Yeah, I actually, I do like her too. You know who I thought of though, instead of Cheryl, like her and drag, especially in their performance reminds me a little bit of Thorgy, like with how like animated she is. You know what I mean? I was was kind of getting some Thorgy vibes just from her like facial expressions. I could totally see that. Yeah. yeah, looking good, feeling gorgeous. <laughs> Especially well with this look this episode that we'll get to later. It matched one of Thorgy's. I think the one Thorgy went home in. Ooh, from like oh, yeah. the neon the neon look. Was that like the kitty girl outfit, the exercise workout? I don't remember. All stars. No, she had like a zigzagged like mother Frankenstein it was like hair. That, ooh, Jesus gross. Yes, that was moment. that one. Oh, that one. Okay. Oh yeah. <laughs> I see what you're saying here. All right, well, then in the next segment here, we have uh, songwriter Leland and my favorite Aussie, Troy Sivan, pop in via pre-prepared video to give songwriting advice. They even got the flat screen out this week, divas. (laughs) I love this moment. I um, just was watching the Architectural Digest channel. Um, I keep up with it, I should say. And Troy Savan's Australian home was featured a couple weeks ago or a few weeks ago. And it's 
So cool. Everybody go check it out. Yes, girl. Still not getting paid from them, but I guess it's fine. No, this is about Troy. Like he's okay. got like I really enjoyed like his pad. It was like super nice on their on that YouTube channel. Yeah, if you're listening to Architectural Digest, just uh hit us up, we'll send you our Venmo and you can pay us. <laughs> so moving on. <laughs> so moving on, Team Electra, there were choreography rehearsal seems to go very smoothly and then they get back into the workroom where Electra talks about losing everything her dance studio and house and everything uh that's so rough like talk about hitting rock bottom like how people rise from like some of those situations you think it's just like well damn you have to but it can't be easy definitely not yeah that was like terrible to hear and I don't know like it's hopefully like she can like kind of come out of this and like rebuild it back or something like maybe once she gets like some of her like clubs or whatever that she gets to go on tour for so yes girl yeah it was really sad i mean i i'm sure it takes a lot of money to upkeep like a dance studio and stuff like that so Mm -hmm. um i hope she can do that if that's what she wants to do or she just wants to maybe she'll just be touring and and doing that who knows but i don't know it was a really sad moment and it was really nice to see all the the other queens to you know send her love and and that sort of thing yeah saw the queens coming together to support electra that was a very sweet moment because i'm sharing things like that going through events like that in life it definitely um not only humbles a person but teaches you so much in those moments so i'm sure um Electra is like so appreciative to be there on the show and to be receiving that support. Yes, girl. Uh, back on the runway, Team Scarlet is rehearsing with co-captains, etc., etc., and Coco Jumbo. <laughs> there seem to be lots of ideas flying around here. <sighs> oh my gosh, I was so like low key annoyed. Like, as a leader, you want to be open. Everybody gets their input like listen to everybody and then come together as a group and you still kind of lead on the decisions. But I feel like et cetera, et cetera, was like just kind of purposely trying to go against Scarlett. Yeah, it was weird because she was like, I'm going to be the leader, like the undercover leader or whatever. <laughs> and I was like, it's like, no, don't be the backseat driver. Like, stop. Yeah, because <laughs> I thought the other team, I thought Team um, Electra was screwed. But it turns out that Team Scarlet kind of self-sabotaged. <laughs> I, I mean, in the end, they uh, like accomplished the goal or whatever, but I was worried for sure watching this rehearsal. Yeah, definitely. Uh, so then the girls, they have to start getting ready for the performance and etc. etc. finds a note at Coco Jumbo's station <laughs> that says, watch out. Uh, my <sighs> guess is Mr. Green in the study with the candlestick. Who do you think Dunn did it? Listen, that handwriting was very angry and sharp, and it was all capital letters, um, strong strokes and lines. I have an idea of who did it. Who I, do you think did it? I'm going to go with the WoW producers. Oh my God, that's literally who I was going to pick. I was like, there's no way. Well, I was going to say the handwriting did not match. This shit is boring this season. Let's change it up by putting a shitty note in Coco's uh, area. The handwriting did not match the mirror message handwriting. It looked like one of the producers let their kids do it or something. (laughs) 
It definitely was the producers. Someone dust that piece of paper for Prince. I want to know who did it. Nobody's admitting to it. Maybe we'll have to wait till the reunion or something. Oh, did Art no. say anything online about it or did she deny it or anything? Um, I have not looked yet, so I can neither I neither can confirm or deny this. Okay. But that was a really funny little moment there. That was little sus- random suspense. <laughs> yes, girl. So then uh, let's talk about the performance of Queens Down Under. Uh, so first up, of course, we had Team Scarlet. What did you think of this one? You know, I thought that in the end it was um it was simple, but you have to remember like the comments Scarlett made. She would have preferred to do a little more difficult choreography, but you kind of have to go with the group. So in the end, I thought that they looked good and cohesive and they were all kind of balanced across the board as far as um who stood out on stage. I thought Scarlett looked very good. But they looked like a group. Yeah, absolutely. I I don't know that I really enjoyed etc cetera, etc's cetera look. Um, no, what was that wig? That like that wig was, that just aged her. That like, was like the wig she got from the Lisa Rinna kit, like at Halloween Express. Yes. <laughs> I was like, this hair is not giving me girl group. Like, no, and I didn't like her outfit either. She's wearing just like a negligee, basically. It was not very pop star to me. I was confused. Yes. And I, to be honest, I was just pretty bored the whole performance. <laughs> I mean, I was kind of bored too, like, honestly. Oh, no. Like, they just kind of, like, I don't know. Fr- like Except they, for I Anita. Like- Anita was, like, the one shining moment in this performance. Anita, I feel like, had the best lyrics. Like, Anita the best had performance. the best lyrics. Yes. My eyes kept going to... I like Scarlett's outfit a lot, and Anita's performance is really good, so I kept going to those two. Yeah, definitely. Next, we had Team Electra. This is the team I thought would crash and burn, but honestly, I feel like all of their looks were pretty elevated, and they did good jobs for the most part. I thought the group was like... um. I don't know. It was a different style. I thought that they did a good job as a team. The judging was interesting. We'll get to that in a little bit. (laughs) It was. But I thought that in the end, they came together as well. And like all the girls came to serve. I thought Kidamine really stood out. Like she stole the show, hands down. Um, Just super high energy and so natural on the stage and very fun to watch. Yeah, Karen did great too. Karen was just kind of like meh for me. I don't know what it was. Yeah, like... See, I felt the same way. Like, I felt like Karen was just, like, so low energy. Like, I feel like she came out there and I, definitely she completed the challenge. I agree that she should have been safe. But, like, it was just kind of, like, kind of blah. And especially because she was the <laughs> first one, I believe. Mm-hmm. So it was, like, the energy was just too low for her being the first one. Yeah. And, and then with Maxie, like, I was like, why is she just on the ground the whole time? So, like... Oh. I was, I was like, this is not going to go well for Maxie. <laughs> this was bad. Like, sis, you can't just stay down there. And this isn't like a fat joke, but like, you can't just be on the stage looking like a walrus. Like, you can't just like scoot around with your two hands, like pushing yourself around on the stage. Like, it's not, what are we doing? <laughs> Well, Ru- and then it like took way too long to get to the joke like oh help me up off the ground <laughs> like took way too long to get there i mean rupaul fat shamed her like you know we're not supposed to do that oh wait when did that happen 
RuPaul was talking about her roles or something like that. What? Yeah, I, I forget, missed that one. I forget the exact comment, but RuPaul did in fact shame fat shame Maxi Glamour. Was this on the show? Yeah, girl, it was in there. It was like a quick little line. Rewatch Ooh. it. Go rewatch, okay. you guys. I like totally missed that. Like I I say walrus because that's what the animal does and looks like how it travels across the ice like and i was waiting for her to do more because i do think that maxi does have like a star quality i'm still warming up to maxi i have to say like being honest but i feel like she's just not tapping into that power if it's there i enjoyed her look in the girl group i thought she looked fierce the look was great i enjoyed her look in the girl group it's just her performance wasn't my favorite and no i'm also like just i'm not connecting with maxi this season for some reason yeah like i don't i kind of like maxi but she's not the one i'm really rooting for sorry maxi you're great though we love you there's still more shows so maybe you'll win our hearts in another episode yes girl all right well let's go ahead and take a quick little break here and then when we come back we can get into the runway Ooh, sounds good brb Hey everyone, thanks for listening to our podcast so far. Thanks for coming. Right now, we're probably refilling our drinks or maybe even gluing down our lashes again. While you wait, here are some things that you should check out. Yeah, remember everyone, you can email us tfcpod at gmail.com and um, tfcpod on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Oh, and one more thing you're not my real dad, and you never will be. Anyways, back to the show. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to our Honesty Spill of the Week, where we are, of course, back, back, back again and ready to get into the runway with you all. Category this week is Bogan Prom Drag Realness. Coming to the stage. We had to do our Googles on this category. Yeah, I when I searched the term Bogan, it said like uncultured and unsophisticated. <laughs> yeah mine too but then i was talking to our australian correspondent kt and she said that it means more like like a what would be like a redneck like a country type person yeah i mean i told jamal like as they were walking down the runway i was like is this just like the white trash category (laughs) it looked like it and yeah it turns out it was (laughs) which look stood out to you that you like good job sony you know, I actually really liked Anita's. It was um, just a t-shirt and kind of like the denim look. I like how um, she turned it into like a slinky gown, though. Yeah, she was looking... I felt like she was kind of looking more like nerdy or something. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I mean, I really don't understand this category, so I guess I'll just say that I liked her look. <laughs> Scarlet was very cool. Um, Scarlet's look was awesome with the wine bag. I think I need one of those. Make it cab, please. She was serving yes. your goon realness, honey. I mean, I like Scarlet's. It makes sense, too, as like if it's like a redneck or whatever. <laughs> like They've got a bag of wine just attached to them, ready to go whenever they need a drink. <laughs> That's right, girl. Aren't you glad we taught you guys what the goon is in episodes one and two? Look at us providing education. We like to teach here at TFC. It came in handy. <laughs> <laughs> Um, et cetera, et cetera, looked really crazy with those long fingernails. Oh, yeah. I was like, what did she do? But now I remember. She, yeah, she definitely can't wipe her cooch or ass with that. Yeah. Uh, yeah, definitely not. I liked Maxie Shields a lot, actually. She was like the, like, 
uh, Karen, basically, for lack of better <laughs> words. Fanny pack realness with the swooshy sweatsuit. It was, like, um, stylish, too. Oh, yeah. I feel like she was, like, going to Vegas to play some slots. Yes, bitch. She's <laughs> like, going straight to the slot machine. Smoking cigs and getting free drinks. <laughs> there you go. Oh, my gosh. Coco. Uh, Coco, I wanted this to be better. Ooh. It was like this purple, just small purple number. It just seemed kind of basic for the runway. Like, you know, again, like we don't know the queen's budgets. We we are tr- we are sensitive <laughs> of that as podcast hosts and viewers and fans. But being on the drag race stage, they're going to want something that's pushed a little bit further. So this just kind of missed it for us, unfortunately. Yes, big time. <laughs> it's a no for me. <laughs> and then of course karen from finance is wearing that dress that rose made her yes this is something absolutely rose would have worn it's like boxy and ruffled bitch like all over that screams rose oh yeah definitely (laughs) yeah there were some okay looks a ketamine uh had like a nice little punk look which for some reason they said did not fit but i mean i really don't understand the category so i'm just gonna assume that michelle was wrong (sighs) i wasn't yeah i don't know like i really wasn't like a fan of this look i wasn't crazy about like all the green i think it could have been styled a little differently but that's just me i thought it was a fun look i mean it's hard for me to say it doesn't fit with the category just given that i don't really know that term fully anyway but if I had to think of it being like redneck or like white trash, it didn't make sense to me, I guess. Right. But if you use the term like unsophisticated or uncultured, maybe it does. Yeah, I could see that. <laughs> so I guess it all depends on the queen's interpretations of what they were expected to do. Of course, of course. All right. So the winner of this week's challenge is Scarlett Adams. Congratulations. Good job, Queen. I think it's well-deserved. They stepped up this week. Yes, girl. The skinny white twink wins again. (laughs) Story of the season. Story of all the seasons. (laughs) (laughs) So uh, the bottom two are, of course, Coco Jumbo and Electra Shock. Who could have seen this coming? Well, judging was so strange because, like, they told Electra that she was doing too much. Like, they didn't seem like a group to the judges. So it was kind of weird to see Electra there because I didn't necessarily get that vibe. Like, if you are a better yeah. dancer, don't you want to showcase that? Her hair was looking thirsty know. again, though. <laughs> the wig, yeah, I'll have to give Especially you that. Especially when they criticize the queens for not standing out and then... Electra like really stands out and does her own thing and they're like you're standing out too much I'm sorry right like like I still <laughs> oh go ahead I Seth. was just to say like when is being the Beyonce like a bad thing like right and when she was in the background she was like doing the same things as the other girls like I thought that she was just I don't know was just standing out <laughs> I mean, to be honest, I didn't notice her standing out more than the other girls. So, I mean, they showed like the one moment where she like did the splits right at the end. I'm like, I don't know. This seems like a storytelling device. It's almost like like they just got mad at her for doing too many turns and splits and kicks. Yeah, they expected her group to do bad. So they had to punish her. (laughs) This is not following our storyboards. Oh, no. (laughs) (laughs) 
So then they have to lip sync to Coco Jumbo's verse. Oh my god, girly gay god. Oh, that was woof. That verse. Oh my gosh. But this lip sync. Yeah, I'm just, just kidding. They lip sync to a worse song choice. They sang to Shake Your Groove Thing straight out of the Studio 54 movie or something. Disco. This is a song with not a lot of words in it. Mama Roo loves the disco. This is a fun track. I, I yeah. yeah, so good. Maybe not for a lip sync. Not for a lip sync, girl. This is a boring ass song for lip sync. I like this song when I'm like working out or something. Or when you want to shake your groove thing. Yeah, or that. Yeah. Sony <laughs> looks like he has thoughts he's keeping to himself. Um, well, no, I, I thought it was fine. It was just it was kind of a boring lip sync. I don't I don't know. You're searching your mind for comments and just can't find it. Yeah, <laughs> because I was like agreeing with everything Seth is basically saying. <laughs> Sorry to ruin all, take all the talking points, you know. <laughs> oh my good gay girly god. <laughs> it sucks when like the lip syncs are flat like that because you don't want to be like super judgmental at all. But you know, if you like saw that in like a club or something you probably wouldn't be going to give them your dollar. No, that's like the performance. Like you're like, oh, you know, I need a refill. Yes, exactly. Well said. This is like the second, second number song for the drag queens (laughs) and i know no one wants to be that girl but y'all damn y'all was that girl this is definitely when i'm going to the bathroom and grabbing everyone drinks at the bar yeah definitely (laughs) uh bathroom breaks maybe you know all of it yeah yes girl um well at the end of this lip sync electra shock was safe which means that coco jumbo must sashay away uh bye coco jumbo um all the queens of color are gone (laughs) (laughs) and just like that this turned into quite the competition oh my goodness i mean damn i wish she'd stepped it up a little harder though so we'll see what she does with her drag race glow up post show yes girl i don't know i i thought this was a played out the way i think just based on what was happening, like I definitely think Electra did better in the lip sync. Um, mm-hmm. But I mean, I still like Coco Jumbo. <laughs> I thought it was funny. She's like, I still beat Art Simone. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I like that story in the show. We didn't talk about that, but I like that she kind of had redemption that way after that bitch told her she would never compare to Art. Right. And I'm yes. sure there's nothing but love between the two of them. Oh yeah, definitely. Well, you all, that's brought us to the end of another fun week. Uh, thanks for coming the Most Magically Gay podcast. We, of course, uh, have gotten through the entire episode of Drag Race Down Under in record time. <laughs> Take a picture of your screens. Take a screenshot. Um, yeah, record for sure. <laughs> I feel like we covered it all, though. Hey, I think it was efficient. Yes, It girl. was efficient and it was right. So yeah. I think it's good. And we're not getting paid anymore. So these episodes are going to be short as hell. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> but if anybody wants to pay us, our episode is, or our, our email is tfcpod at gmail.com for sponsors. If you would like to send us a tip, you can send it through cash app at dollar sign tfcpod or through Venmo at tfcpod. We, you can leave messages, you can leave questions, you can leave critiques, 
and uh, we'll we'll read them all. Yes, listeners, and remember, if you can't give anything monetarily, please leave us a five star review. Let us know what you're enjoying about the show. Share some favorite moments. We'd love to hear from you. Yes, girl. We will, of course, be back next week with another episode of Drag Race Down Under coverage. But until then, bye. Bye. Bye, bye you, baby.